Dear friend, I am writing to you because she said you listen and understand and didn't try to sleep with that person at that party, even though you could have. Please don't try to figure out who she is because then you might figure out who I am, and I really don't want you to do that. I will call people by different names or generic names because I don't want you to find me. I didn't enclose a return address for the same reason. I mean nothing bad by this, honest. I just need to know that someone out there listens and understands and doesn't try to sleep with people even if they could have. I need to know that these people exist. to the Lit to Lens podcast. I'm Will, and I'm with Eric. How's it going, Eric? That's okay, you know. Just okay? Friday afternoon, just read Perks of Being a Wallflower. Yeah. It's a little sad as a book. It's a little sad. That's right, we're both drinking. It's got, <laughs> we are both drinking. It's got some highs and some lows. It's a little bit of a roller coaster. Yeah, emotionally. Emotionally. And physically. Physically. Sometimes. Oh. What about psychologically? All of you. All of you. Okay, yeah. gotcha. So, just so we're clear, we're... Um, we want to have a spoiler alert here at the beginning so we don't ruin it for any of you people who haven't seen or read, um, the story and probably some explicit language to follow. So earmuffs, earmuffs. Just say it, say it now to get out of the way. Fuck. I mean, sorry. Shoot. Um, this is also part two, I guess, episode two two of season one Mm -hmm. of with our young adult um, series. So. We'll get into some, we'll compare and contrast this episode with the previous episode a little bit later if you're interested mm-hmm. in that. Yeah. Um, so to get into it, Will, I know you got some, you got some knowledge about I got some you facts. You ready? No. Okay, well, it's <laughs> bad. So the book, uh, The Person Being a Wallfire, was written by Stephen Spassky, who also directed the film of the same name. Uh, the book was published in February 1999 um, by, little fun fact, MTV Books. Didn't know they had a book publishing company. They probably the don't 90s. anymore. They probably don't anymore. <laughs> um, very nineties. Very nineties. And the film was directed, like I said, by Steven Shabatsky. Um, not to be confused with Robin Shabatsky from How I Met Your Mother. Oh, good point. It's very similar, but it's not the same. Yeah. Just wanted to point that out okay. for the listeners. Thank you for that. Um, starring Logan Lerman, Emma Watson, Ezra Miller, and featuring Paul Rudd. The budget of the film was thirteen million dollars. The box office was thirty-three million dollars. It was released uh, at the Toronto International Film Festival. TIFF. TIFF, just so you know, back in September 2012, and then released later that same month um, to the U.S. population. So, let's get into it. Good stuff. All right. What's your first question? First question is, well, I don't really have a first question. Do you have a first question? I thought you were going to be doing that. I thought you were interviewing me. Okay. So, first question for you, Will. Um, Did you like it? No. No, I loved it. Okay. The book I love. Yeah. The book I love. The film I love as well. Um, I have some issues with the film based on like cliches and stuff. Um, we can get into that maybe so a little later. First question, on, but... I guess the book is an epistolary novel. Correct. So it's written as a series of letters from the main character, Charlie, to an unnamed and unrevealed person. person. Mm-hmm. And the read in that we did is him, the first letter he writes to the, this unnamed person, mm-hmm. just explaining like, why he picked him to write mm-hmm. to him. 
um, did you like the way it was written? I, I don't know if you've ever read a novel in this kind of like form before. If I have, it would have been back in high school or before. Um, so no, I'm not familiar with the Pessoa novels very much, but it was interesting to read the letters I liked. Mm-hmm. So the way he, the way he, the way he wrote it was interesting because it didn't seem like it was of somebody who, of high intelligence. Um, was the impression that I got. The narrator, Charlie. The narrator, Charlie, yeah. So it was written, I thought at first, like maybe a third of the way through the book, I thought maybe this kid is like, has some like mental issues, like mental retardation or something like that. Um, Interesting. Because he's just yeah. as being intelligent. <laughs> right. But he's very odd and weird. Yeah. So, I don't know, some of the phrases that he would write out just, I wouldn't expect somebody to ever say that out loud or... And he's also said, it also is like stated that he's a good writer. Right. Tell him like that. he wants to be a writer. But right? I don't find his epistolary... His prose. I don't, yeah, particularly like amazing. Right. I mean, he's and also 15. Granted, yeah, he is a freshman in high school. Um, but yeah, that's what I thought at the beginning. Um, I thought maybe this kid has some issues that we're not really familiar with yet. Uh, but I did really like the letters. I thought the letters were a really nice touch. And it's different than most YA novels. Yeah. Uh, at least the ones that I've read. You mean like the letter format or just the, the overall book? Like the, the uh, plot of the novel? Well, both. But I think I was alluding to like the letters. Yeah. Um, you don't really see that. And it's... I am interested to see who he's writing, like who he's writing that to. I think there's probably a lot of theories and stuff as we, we could guess to who he's writing to, but... I would have liked to have known. Maybe there's like... Yeah, I thought there might have been a reveal at the end, but there yeah, wasn't. Yeah, there wasn't. I think it's a cool uh, not format, like a cool way to structure, a cool structure mm-hmm. um, for the novel, just because in a typical like narration, mm-hmm. you get a little bit inside, but if, if it's an epistolary novel, you're only inside. Yeah. And then you have to take what he says, he's basically just like retreading events that have happened in the past Mm -hmm. so maybe uh, you don't you never know if there's some kind of like forgetfulness aspect Mm -hmm. like he fudges what happened or he just like straight up forgets what happened so you're living in like a a translated world you know right you're not it's not a first person or a third person where you're in it this is like last week i'm sorry i haven't written you but yesterday this is what happened it's all perspective it's yeah not necessarily facts and it's it's in a sense like biased Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't get anybody else's perspective, based, except no. for, like, uh, quotes from, like, things that people have said. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but besides that, you don't get anybody else's, like, thoughts or anything like that. Yeah. So, so that's why I kind of enjoyed it. Oh, really? I enjoyed the... Yeah. They're different, you know, we, you read third-person novels, like, every day. All the time. So that... Yeah. I, it, was a, it was a refreshing, refreshing break. Nice. That's good. Um, Do you want to so, run down the plot real quick? Yeah, so Charlie is a freshman, like we said, in high school who um, has a brother who's playing football at Penn State and has a sister who's a senior uh, at, at the same high school. And he forms a friendship with these two kind of like out, I guess you could say outcast uh, seniors in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and they sort of bring him, bring, them, bring him under their wing and like show him a good time and stuff. Patrick and Sam. Patrick and Sam. Um, and he's sort of uh, enveloped in there. Uh, friend group and stuff and he goes through um kind of he kind of goes through social interactions and social situations for like the first time it has no real has his first girlfriend yeah um just stuff like that and he's first quote girlfriend quote girlfriend yeah um 
We're going steady now, Charlie. Okay, yeah, okay. even though he's in love with Sam and stuff like that. So he has to be first love, first girlfriend. Um, first parties. First parties. First fight, I guess. I, yeah. would, I would assume. I'm not sure. Oh, actually, yeah. But. Eating with people in the lunchroom for the first time. Yeah, which is nice. Um, and a friendship with his uh, teacher. Mm-hmm. And later on, you find out more things. Mr. Anderson. Is that, his, is that his name? Yeah. Okay. Played by Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Shout out Paul Rudd. Um, and he, you find out more things about him and then the ending kind of like, it just sort of hits you in the face. This is like what's happened. We'll get there later. We'll get there. Yeah. We'll reveal that later. But it was, it's a very, I think it's a good topic of discussion. For sure. Yeah. Um, what I wanted to ask you about, <laughs> besides the, the Penn State, 1990, the book's set in 1991, besides yeah. talking about the, being on Penn State's football team in 1991, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I thought it was interesting the his whole introduction to the group of people like his Uh how he meets sam and patrick he meets them at a football game yeah like it's this kid who really has no social cues and like he finally like works up enough courage to go talk to this like ex-popular kid who's just sitting by himself and he's just like hey man come over yeah and then like his entire story starts it's crazy yeah um, I thought that was interesting. At least. It is, yeah, it's definitely interesting because he's just like he's just by himself. He has no friends at all, and to approach like a senior like that at a football game, no less. The fact that he was at a football game by himself is is like courage enough, so, courageous enough. But yeah, go ahead. Sorry, and that was my kind of like cir- circulatory way to ask you because you kind of brought this up before. Do you think there's something with Charlie, like there's, mentally? There, yeah, at a certain point in the novel. He goes to dinner at Mr. Anderson's house with his girlfriend. Mm. And Mr. Anderson's like, do you know how smart you are? You're, like, yeah. so special. So when, yeah. And I read that being like, okay, like, smart, but also like, special was kind of the key word mm. that I pulled out of that. So I thought he was, at that point, I thought either he's, like, people quote, say, like, savants. Mm-hmm. But I think more accurately it's Asperger. People have Asperger's, like a very high-functioning Asper- Asperger's. That's what I thought. Um, at first I thought maybe this kid is autistic, like he has no social interaction at all with anybody. Even, even when he does, it's very, it's like kind of awkward and doesn't really make sense. But a lot of times, depending on where you are on the autism scale, like you either like can't really form words and you don't talk or you can speak, but you take things literally. So he was taking things, I can't remember an example off the top of my head, but he would take things literally. Um, and it would be like, Oh, that's not what I meant. Yeah, you know I mean? it's like a phrase. I, I can't think of. I know there's a part in the book I can't think of. Yeah, but. so so I kind of got that impression. I was like, okay. And then when he when he was having dinner with his teacher and he was like, "You're a very special young man," whatever. I kind of got the impression. Okay, it's, it's Asperger's. It's like it's got to be. But then later on, they're like, oh, there's okay, a it's not. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So what did you think? I I thought the same thing. Honestly, really? like. The part of the, I mean, the way the book is written, you only get Charlie, and like the Charlie is very well developed, and his voice is very uniquely like his, mm-hmm. but it's very different. Very you know? different. Yeah. Um, the way he talks, the way he forms sentences, the way he forms thoughts mm-hmm. are like, okay. Yeah. Like, is everything, you just want to ask him if, like, is everything okay? Right, yeah. You know? Yeah. Wrap him in a blanket, give him some hot cocoa. Yeah. Just be like, he seems like a kid who would. Just put up with stuff and just have put a smile on his face just because. That's kind of what he does, right? Like, yeah. The big thing in the book is that he learns to participate in life. Mm-hmm. 
he's I mean it's in the title Wallflower like he just sits and listens to everybody and he takes things literally and he everything he does he kind of like does to show other people that he knows them really well mm-hmm. he's always silently watching them yeah yeah he but thinks it's thoughtful that he does that kind of stuff but yeah. it may not be thoughtful yeah he's probably one of the most morally correct characters I've ever read mm-hmm. um, which I think is is relatable and also unrelatable because I think everybody likes to see themselves as being morally correct or like having some sort of moral structure or format to their lives. No one thinks of themselves as the bad guy. Right, exactly. So I think everybody can see a little bit in in themselves in Charlie, but not to the extent that Charlie portrays himself because he is like totally morally correct in almost every single aspect, unless where he's like ignorant to a fact. Like he, like for example, the girlfriend who Mary didn't, Elizabeth. He, Mary Elizabeth, who didn't want to date. Yeah. But he was just, he could, he was too nice to say no. Yeah. And we just let her like drone on and on on the phone. Yeah. And, and the, the part where they, well, the part where that leads to them breaking up is when they're all in a circle playing truth or dare. Mm-hmm. And, um, somebody dares, I think it was Patrick dares Charlie to kiss the prettiest girl in the room. And then we're all aware that Charlie is, has a huge, uh, crush on Sam. So he, mm-hmm. Even though he's with Mary Elizabeth, he kisses Sam and then yeah. blah, blah, blah. So he's just, he, that's another example of him taking something literally and not understanding the social environment. Yeah. So. And just yeah. kiss your girlfriend. Right. Be <laughs> don't be, don't create an issue where there doesn't need to be. Yeah. So. At the end of the day, I mean, it, it worked out. It worked out for the best. Um, but better ways to end things. Yeah. I just think, take sure. some notes, Charlie. And just yeah. take some notes. Too. So I want to ask you about his home life. Oh, yeah, okay. He... Is, I mean, he's, at the start, he's like a homebody, and, you know, throughout the book, he leaves and comes back and whatnot, but I mean, his parents and his siblings, especially, have a really big impact on his life, mm-hmm. and so I want to ask you about his sister, who has kind of a huge part in the book, and is almost entirely cut out of the movie. She, like, you know, she goes through, in the book, um... The pregnancy. Pregnancy. She gets hit first by her boyfriend, and then... So they show that. Right. They show that in the movie, and then she gets impregnated by him yeah that's entirely cut out of the movie yeah that was a big moment but it's a big moment for charlie the character in the book because he drives her to oh the abortion clinic the clinic i forgot about that yeah and they have this big like heart to heart and that's where they become friends really they're not they're never really friends before Mm -hmm. and he does this like really big selfish thing for her he doesn't tell anybody right but then you don't get that in the movie right that's true that's a good point because um even in the movie when they show him hitting her he kind of like slaps her and i and i got the impression that he like straight up hit her like with a closed fist i don't know maybe that was just my memory of it but um so you get the impression that this guy's like a piece of shit her boyfriend her boyfriend excuse me yeah um ponytail derek ponytail derek was it the same in the book i'm not sure okay i don't think it was that ponytail derek top five character (laughs) you should have a ponytail no you could be ponytail eric Oh, man. That'd be great. That's a... I won't. Maybe one day. Never. We'll bring it out of you. We'll see. I don't think so. <laughs> you can keep trying. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so their their uh, relationship is very rocky. Like, they're always fighting and stuff. And he... Um, Charlie's always, like, supportive of his sister, but he makes it known that he's not, like, approving of this guy. But his parents approve of this guy because he's, like, all nice in front of them and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, the abortion, the pregnancy thing where he, isn't that where they broke up? So she told him, like, on some dance floor, I'm pregnant. I, yeah. And then he, like, dumps her. 
right, mm, right is away. essentially what happens and then she's like oh I need to get this fixed mm-hmm. essentially and he takes her to the abortion clinic and you know so she's not pregnant anymore and then yeah that's a, is a big part I mean it's it's a big part to Charlie's character but it's not necessarily a big part to the whole story so maybe that's why they didn't leave it out um or that's why they did leave it out excuse me I don't know what do you what do you think why do you think they left it out I was trying to understand this because I was reading, like, watching the movie, I was like, huh, this is entirely gone. Yeah. And, because in my memory, like, Charlie is really not, like, cool with his family mm-hmm. in the book, really, like, for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. In most of the book, until this happens, mm-hmm. he's, like, grown up in this household that doesn't fully understand him. They just kind of let him be alone. And when he tries to interact with his sister, she's his like, sister, get the fuck out of here. His sister was kind of a bitch, yeah, from what I remember had, yeah. in the book. Yeah, she has, like, her own priorities with Ponytail Derek when they're, right. like, watching TV together. Yeah. Um, and he talks about, like, how he wants to talk to his brother. I mean, I think that was in the reading. Like, he misses his brother, but he never really talked to his brother. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas in the movie, him and his brother are, like, pretty good friends yeah. the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it was... I, I actually think it was a big moment for him to finally be accepted into the the family. family. That's true. Because he's never really close with, and then I'll go into this movie, but he's got cousins from Ohio who come in. This book, the book set in, I don't know, I don't think the book is set anywhere. The movie set in Pittsburgh. Uh, Yeah, I think you're right. I don't think they ever mentioned exactly where he's from. Yeah, I don't think so. I just assumed it was Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, No, you're right. And in the book, the, um, his brother, the football player, has a girlfriend, and she uh, she read some novel, or she she's reading some novels that um, Charlie is Charlie's reading. reading. So yeah. that's like their connection in the book. Yeah, it's like I I wrote this report. I think you guys should read it, and we'll talk about it. Blah blah. blah. But eventually, I think they hit the boyfriend and girlfriend break up, and they can't. They don't talk about it. So I guess why that's you, a, why you cut that out was just that they were already cool. Like everybody, his family was already kind of just like. Mm-hmm. with him like they were all they weren't like best friends mm-hmm. you know they were but they were friendly yeah definitely he's misunderstood but they it wasn't like cold right you know yeah so maybe you just cut out some of the i don't know yeah it's a very normal atmosphere in the movie that's like a, a very, very emotional scene family. in the book like yeah i mean i, mean, I don't know you, you never know like what's too much for some movies because the end of this movie is like real wild like, yeah the, the different angles they take and like yeah. the jumps so that's another thing so this book was actually like uh, it was very popular in the early mid 2000s and then since it was coming so popular like some books some schools were adopting it and like having it for like summer reading curriculums and stuff like that but a lot of the parents apparently it's like um it's appeared on the american library association's 10 most frequently challenged books in 2004 2006, 7, 8, and 9 by parents. So it's challenged huh. by parents because of um, the controversial, uh, like, date rape scene, as well as, like, the drug use, the other teenage sexuality, um, and then the teenage, like, the domestic violence stuff. Um, you say drug use? Yeah. 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 So. A lot of drug use. Yeah. So it's interesting because. And everyone has their own, like, shitty backstory yeah her sister gets hit um i don't think his parents have anything 
don't no. think his brother does, but like Patrick has his like I don't, I don't know is he like closeted? He's not. He's totally he's, he's out. He's totally out. But it's like being out in a time that's not really accepting, right? Um, Brad, the football player, is closeted, closeted, and yeah. is dating dating Patrick. Yeah. Um, Sam has like violence in the past. Violence and. Uh, like relationship Sexual issues. Abu- is it abuse? Or I don't it... think it's abuse necessarily. I think it's. I think it might be violence. I can't remember now, but I know she had relationship issues with people who like treated her like shit uh, for like a long, long time. Yeah, and everyone seems to have that kind of a thing in this. Book. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's what makes it emotionally like heavy. Yeah, it's like okay, like more and more and more is being put on us. Mm-hmm. So this actually brings me back. I think you were. Was it, was it you after we watched the movie? It was like I don't know people like this, right? Yeah, like you either you or me or Charlie, Charlie our friend Charlie, not Charlie okay. from the book. Yeah, but yeah, so yeah, we don't really. It's not a to me. It's not a realistic uh, setting because how do you know all of these people with all of these like heavy heavy issues? Like I, I mean, speaking from my own experience, I don't know that many people mm-hmm. with these kinds of issues. Um, so, and also it's, I think it's unrealistic that two random seniors just take this freshman under their wing just because I don't think, I mean, that could happen, but I don't think it's realistic. I wonder. It really doesn't happen in most high schools. Yeah. I wonder. And I think the, what we can speak to, I think, and not to like make this about me, Earl, the dying girl right now, Mm -hmm. but the other portrayal of high school that we saw was for me, Earl, the dying girl. And that was really, like, super click-based, mm-hmm. you know? Which is... talked about how he, like, categorizes all these people in their different, like, subgroup A, whatever. Mm-hmm. And in this book, you don't really get that sense. There are definitely clicks, but they're not focused on. Yeah. So there's, like, like the jobs. Groups, you know? Yeah, there's friend groups, right. But everyone seems to go to, like, the Rocky Horror Picture Show yeah. that they put up on Fridays. That's true. So it's, it's a weird thing. It seems, like, more fluid. Yeah. But... Uh... I think it's, I just still think it's more unrealistic because I still think that high schoolers are going to be too immature to like take a freshman under the wing or even everybody go see the Rocky Horror Picture Show. There's going to be people who are like, oh, that's stupid. I don't want to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like jocks are most likely to do that. Like when I saw Brad there, I was at the Rocky Horror Picture Show, the quarterback yeah, yeah, of the yeah. high school team. I was like, what the hell is he doing? The but he's obviously there for Patrick. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, in the movie. But like that. You know, that probably wouldn't happen. I wonder who was at that show. It was like a huge show in the movie. And I was yeah. like, yeah, you think like this many people are going to watch a bunch of high schoolers put on Rocky Horror? And they did it like every weekend, didn't they? Or yeah. like every so often. So I it's understand like the same if it's show. like the drama people, you know, have their own group. And then maybe you get like five or six other people like mm-hmm. come in. But it was like a packed auditorium. Yeah. And I, yeah, that seemed a little movies. Yeah. But who knows? I mean, this, maybe this happened. So I'm thinking back in the, in the movie mm-hmm. where... The first party he goes to where he gets, where he eats the pot brownies. Oh, yeah. Um, he gets stoned and tells Sam when she's making ice cream that his friend Michael oh, shot committed himself. suicide. Yeah. And so that's kind of like his first official like invitation into the group. Yeah. Because they, like, she tells Patrick and then he's like, cheers to Charlie, like, yeah. our new friend. Yeah. And that's kind of like what keeps him, you know, like he could have just hung out with him for a day. Yeah. But then it, like, I think in the movie, at least, that that suicide kind of explains for now, for that point, their like, why... Yeah, their friendship and also, like, why he is the way he is. Yeah, true. 
Yeah. I think that's, I mean, that's a big reason why they accepted him. Yeah. I mean, they invited him to the party. he was living with, like, PTSD kind of a thing. Yeah. yeah. And, they, and they can relate to that because they're also broken in their own way. Mm-hmm. Um, so they think, okay, this guy is, like, one of us. Yeah. If we get it, you're going to get us kind of thing. Um, but, yeah. So, uh, do you want to get into the ending? Or are there any? Yeah, there any Okay, so, when I first read it. The end of things. The end of things. So, when I first read it. I had to re- reread it like two or three times. Like the last it. the yeah. last ten pages because I was like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. I totally didn't understand because you, you're you reading it and so it, essentially this is what happened. So he's with Sam. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> he's with Sam and they're hooking up for like the first real time, I guess. Yeah. After they both like want to be with each other or whatever. And <clears throat> he has this like moment where he like has this, it's not necessarily a flashback. But it's more of like a, would you say it's like a vision, I guess? Yeah. So he, he envisions his aunt, Helen, mm-hmm. doing this stuff that Sam's doing to him. So he's like freaked out for a second. And then they stop hooking up and later on he's, I can't remember where it was in the book, I don't, but in the movie he's, he's at his house and he's having this total episode. Yeah. Um, where he's freaking out and he eventually, I thought in the book he like took off all his clothes and he was on the couch naked. Yeah. That's, okay, so that's... And he just, he lays there catatonic for, like, a while. Yeah. And they find him, and then later on, you find out he's in a psych hospital. Yeah. So, when I hear that, I'm like, what the fuck, why is he, like, what happened? Yeah. What did, what did you think? I, I totally missed it. Yeah. So, yeah. it was like, so I had to, I reread it a couple, I still had no idea, and I had to go, I had to just look online, because I was just like, this, what the hell happened? And, apparently, um, uh, he had a repressed memory episode, I guess. I don't know if that's the technical term, but he, um, so he was abused. RMA. He was abused as a child by his aunt, Helen, right. who is referred to in the book, um, sexually abused, sorry. But he was, re- she is referred to in the book as like a very loving figure. Mm-hmm. He, he she talks about her. how much he loves her and how much he misses her after she dies. Mm-hmm. And they buy a car. Yeah, she's buy a car and they, they relay that in the film. Um, because he he loved her so much because she was broken because she was abused sexually by I can't remember I don't know who exactly it was was it her uncle or her father somebody yeah I, I can't think, remember I think it was, maybe it was like stepfather okay somebody like somebody like not related father father level. father okay father yeah. yeah so she was abused as a child which in turn she abuses Charlie um, and nobody else knows mm-hmm. so he has this episode of them hooking up and then he just goes into this state where he like doesn't know where he is yeah um and then he goes to the psych hospital and then the truth in the movie they tell you they don't quite tell you but they like they get you like 99 percent of the way there i thought they did i thought the doctor was like he was molested i thought she said that no did she say that no he, he's like very vague about it but okay. it's very like telegraphed maybe at that point because i knew i was like yeah yeah so i don't know if it was because we had just read the book and we like knew what happened, but they allude. I thought they alluded to it a lot in the oh, film. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like very, they had very very clear. Like the only situations where you see on Helen is where she's like being very close to him and like being very like like touching him, not necessarily in a sexual way, but like in a way that's like you're my special boy. Yeah, like, I think that's more like, of a function of us having read it. Yeah, recently I think so. Too. I think they. Until you know now, 
they it's not like they don't overdo it they don't over state kind of that relationship but once you once he goes to the, the psych ward you see like her like reach for him yeah and like all that stuff yeah whereas in the book it's just like you you actually don't really no he just has an episode and they don't say anything about it yeah you're you're like left to figure it out which is why we both missed it right yeah um because yeah i guess i thought the book was building towards something else what do you think the like the the reveal of the narrator or uh, reveal of the person who's being written about ah okay so that was a swing and a miss by me (laughs) (laughs) swing and a miss yeah sorry you were first team all state back in high school so yeah baseball just in case you guys didn't know that they know they know okay yeah yeah. read it yeah (laughs) Read a book, um, It's in the about us section on the website. It's just it's just a picture of me with the <laughs> with the with the, the black. With it's, the, oh, it's, a, it's actually like a it's a piece of paper. Are you holding like a bat like over your arm or? Is, or how, what I should have been. That you should have been. That would have been a great. Image. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't. We should get some pictures of you in I high Photoshop school. Photoshop it. Okay, yeah, we'll do that, and then we'll put them on our website for the listeners because I feel like that's what they want to see. <laughs> pictures of me in high school. Yeah, that's that great. The full, like gingery beard. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. All right. That's well, a great look. You should bring it back, honestly. It's kind of coming back, you know? You should keep it going. The red-headed beard. Well, so... No. Just like Justin Timberlake, you can't stop the feeling. Ponytail and, like, long red beard. Oh. <laughs> no, I think... Wait, I would look like the guy from Game of Thrones who... Oh. The, the I know what you're talking game. about. Dude, that guy's awesome. He's also yeah. in that... For our, uh, is it a movie? Is it Travelocity commercial or something? Uh, Expedia? It's, um... I it's one it of those travel... Six. Oh, I thought it was, like, a travel... Could be. Anyways, you could be that. Could be you. That could be me, but it won't oh, be. Man. That's too bad. Yeah. Anyways, um, one thing. One thing I want to talk about. Yeah. Because um, I think we hit the ending a little bit, right? Like, I think we. I think we covered that. I don't think there's anything else we need to talk. About. I was just going to mention actually that I thought it was interesting in the movie that um, after she abuses him, Helen. they have a yeah. Helen abuses Charlie. There's a scene where she's like crying in the kitchen. And he comes up to her and, like, consoles her. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did want to talk about this. Okay. So, you talked about repression. I think he, like, in his mind, he he knows. Yeah. It, well, I guess, so, to me, like, thinking about it more, I think he kind of knows, but he also always talks about how much he loved her. So, I was thinking he was trying to justify it in his mind. Mm-hmm. And it, he was able to until it got to the point where, like, someone was, like, having sexual feelings towards him. Yeah. And then he, it just, like, spewed out. Like, yeah. he could no, he was no longer able to, like, justify what happened. Right. I don't know if justification, if, like, tricking yourself into believing something is the same thing as repression, mm-hmm. or if those are related at all. So, the def- I read this down. The definition for repressed memories are memories that have been unconsciously blocked due to the memory being associated with a high level of stress or uh, trauma. So do you do you buy repression? You don't buy like justification. I mean, it could be it could be either. But what do you think? I would believe the repressed memories, okay. just because he didn't really think about it at all. He thought of her as like this loving figure throughout the whole film. But he's at an age where it's like you know that that's this action is wrong. Like at, at whatever however old he was, three or four when it happened. Like you're not you're really young. Yeah, you don't understand. Yeah, at that age, but like at at 15, 16, whatever he is, you, like, you understand, like, okay, that was, like, fucked up. But he never, he still doesn't think of her in, like, a fucked up way. He still thinks of her as this loving, like, Yeah, that's the thing. He justifies it. He's like, it's okay because she, this happened to her. But I don't think he, it was necessarily justifying it. It was because he just 
didn't have access to those memories. And he needed, like, a sexual experience like that with Sam in order to bring those memories back. Okay. And, like, have them all flushing back at the same time. That's why he, I think, had the episode. But it could have, I mean, it could have been also that he was just justifying it. And he was, like, lying about so, it. Cause I, so, because he awesome. kept being, like, I love my Aunt Helen. I miss her. I wish yeah. she was still here. Yeah. And it was, but it was, like, every time. It was, like, like American Psycho. Like, this guy, he's wearing, you know, you know, Ber- uh, Bergdorf Goodman. Like, socks. Yeah. With and a, then Armani suit. Yeah. Like, but it, like, every, Aunt Helen, I loved her. I wish she was here. Like, yeah. every time he talks about Aunt Helen, yeah. it's how much he loves her. Right. So, I was just thinking, like. I don't know. Like, that's a lot of loving. Yeah. To, it's like almost... So, on a character. So, I, yeah. to me, it was like, okay. It's a great... We're getting a lot of it. It's yeah. like too much love here going on. Yeah. What's really... And, but on. also, we've been talking about, like, Charlie being potentially, like, socially awkward or socially mm-hmm. weird. So, maybe that's just, like, a part of that. That's probably... Yeah. I think that's definitely a part of it. Because that kind of, like... If you're having repressed memories like that, like, you block out stuff like that, you... I don't really know if it's related to his... I mean, it must be related to his personality, but I don't really know how. But I would I would bet that they were repressed memories and that somehow that this is how he is. Yeah. Like he's he's like overly caring, overly loving, but has no social cues or no understanding of social cues or social structures or social yeah. interactions. I think what we can agree on is that he's a better character than Greg Gaines. Oh, Greg. Right. GG. Yeah. Bringing him back. Yeah. Greg I, was a piece of shit. I got some for sure. That's what, I bring it back to. I have rapid fire questions for you. Oh, okay. Two Let's questions, go. I guess. First one. Hmm. In the book, there's a kissing scene between Charlie and Patrick. Yeah. There's multiple. Yeah. Yeah. So Patrick gets dumped by Brad. Yeah. Not dumped. Like, Brad gets caught. Um, oh, and his dad beats his his dad beats him, and they have yeah. to, like, stop the relationship. Yeah. Um, and Patrick, like, drinks really heavily. Yeah. And... Goes to that making park. and goes to I forget the name of the park, yeah. but where like other homosexuals in the area like hang out and hook up. Yeah, and he starts kissing Charlie one night, and yeah. then like a next couple of nights they just start like making out. Right in the car. Yeah, um, they cut that out of the movie entirely. Yeah, your thoughts? So they didn't cut it out entirely. They had the one scene where they kissed. Yeah, just one kiss. Yeah, but they didn't have multiple. So, are you trying to ask me? Do I think he's a, like a bisexual or just like no, no, no? Just what do I think about him? Yeah. So I thought it was, I thought it was really really interesting because. This guy, he just, like, has no limit to, like, what he'll allow people to do to him. Yeah. You know what I mean? He just is just going to accept the person for whoever they are and whatever they want to do and let them inflict it on him. Like, he has no boundaries of himself. Yeah. I think he says, Patrick wanted to kiss me, so I kissed him. Or I think he said, I let him I let him let kiss him me. me. Like, he needed to kiss somebody, so yeah. I just let him kiss me. Because he was, like, going through a rough time. So yeah. he's like, I just want to... It wasn't, like, sexual. I was just being a friend. Yeah. Which is, like... It's crazy to think about. Um, And you... Like, maybe you think, oh, maybe he's a bisexual. Maybe he likes it. But it wasn't like that. It was just, like... There's a friend of mine. He wants to make out. So we're making out. (laughs) It's like, oh, okay. All right. But, yeah. It's interesting because it's... He has... Yeah. He has no boundaries to what... Like, what he'll let anybody do to him. Because, like, Mary Elizabeth's situation... She would call him day after day after day, right after school, and talk for hours about, yeah. like, nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he would just let her talk. He she would has never... some opinions, man, you know? <laughs> she does have some opinions. She's going to Berkeley, and her opinions she... are really matter. Isn't she going to Harvard in the film? No, I think she's going to Berkeley. Oh, okay. Anyways, yeah, she's very smart. One of the other, she's one of the other friends is going to NYU. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the film, the film person. Yeah. 
But yeah, what did you think of it? I agree with you. Okay. All right. <laughs> two more rapid fire. Okay. That's how rapid fire works. I'm asking you. This. Okay, my bad. This is hardball. I'm ready. With Eric. Uh, ponytail Eric. <laughs> Who would you rather have as a teacher? The teacher in this novel, Paul Rudd, or the guy? Respect the research, yeah. baby. John, John Bernthal. John Bernthal, for sure. Okay, why? Paul Rudd's too vanilla. <laughs> I need some I need some like Tatted spread out arm tats yeah sure. okay. I need some guy with some fire who's gonna inspire me to do something I don't want somebody who just give me a book and write a report, report on it I need somebody who's special good. man that's why he's giving you I'm not that special okay All right. but yeah definitely respect the research which high school would you rather go to Perks Def- or me or Ladiger high school well hmm. I'd probably go to me and Earl Although Emma Watson's at this high school, so that's a big plus. Yeah. But there's more, I mean, I don't know. It depends what you value, you know. I would still choose the other one because it's more, it's more colorful. And they got that guy who raps. Remember the rapper who he gets in a fight with? That guy's amazing. Yeah, the little, like, strange kid (laughs) who just sits outside and raps at people. Yeah. He's a drug dealer, right? He's, like, the school drug dealer. I think so, yeah. Okay. Definitely, yeah. It's more colorful at that high school. And this who, high school is also vanilla. Whose the friend group would you rather be in? The one in for Perks or the one Oh, for definitely. Um, Greg Gaines' squad. The Perks. Perks group? Yeah. They're more of a cohesive so you, group. So you're picking... Okay. So, so I picked the you first two. Vanilla, 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 but the friend group is the one you want to be with. Yeah, because Emma Watson's in it, Ezra Miller's in it. They're friends with Emma Watson. Yeah but, yeah, but they're more supportive. Sorry, I dropped my pen. It's okay. okay. We'll edit that shit out. <laughs> um, but they're more supportive and the... In... Uh, Excuse me, sorry, I'm getting the con- titles confused. Me and Earl and the Dying Girl, um, they're not as supportive. They're just like, they just hate each other. And they make films, and they yell at each other. You want to be friends? I guess Earl would kick you in the head, you know what I'm saying? I don't want Earl kicking me in the head. Yeah. Because I would be Greg Gaines in the situation. You're Greg Gaines anyway. <laughs> That's true. I, I don't want to be Greg Gaines. <laughs> I'm Earl, man. Who am I in this one? Am I... No, you're am like... I Charlie or am I... like Bob... What? Who's Bob? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm unnoticeable? No. What? I mean, Bob is the guy whose house they all party at, and he, he's like the drug dealer. I mean, that still doesn't really describe you. That's, yeah, that's you not can really be, uh, That's like Corey. Corey's you can, like You can guy. be like Craig. Who's Craig? Emma Watson. Nobody knows these people. Craig is Emma cool Watson's character. boyfriend that cheats on her. Okay. Or you could be the... I think it's that a, guy's a piece of shit, Paul. though. The other guy's name is Paul. He's the guy that Mary Elizabeth starts dating. I don't want to date Mary Elizabeth. Well, you want to date Emma Watson, but that's <laughs> that's Craig, and he's a, he ends up being an asshole. Or you can be Charlie. Yeah, but I don't want to be. I don't want to have repressed memory. But you're not really Charlie. I'm not anybody in that one. You're. I mean, you're you're Paul Rudd, man. <laughs> very vanilla. But I'm very vanilla. I feel like I'm the quarterback without the homosexuality. That's what I think. Fair. You could be his brother. Going to Penn State. It's never said what position go. he plays, though, because I think... I thought Brad, he was linebacker, wasn't he? Oh, does it say? I thought in the book it said linebacker. Interesting. I always assumed he was the quarterback, and then... It, but it, it doesn't make it sense because be, yeah. Brad's the quarterback. Right. But it's like, Brad was the quarterback last year when his brother was playing. Yeah, so that wouldn't make it's sense. recruiting, like... I'm pretty sure it's linebacker. It's not big enough in the, in the film, but... Yeah. You know, whatever. whatever. Anyways... Are there, are, you, are there any more rapid fire like these? No. Just come up with another one. More rapid fire ones? Um, By the way, Eric is wearing a tank that says, <laughs> I, fl- I flexed and the sleeves fell off. Yeah. Just so. 
I wear this every time we record. It's my lucky <laughs> recording shirt. Just so the listeners are aware of what's going on. I just yeah. want them. But I'm not flexing right now. You're you're definitely flexing. I'm not. Is that just how toned you are? Oh, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> and because I'm so pale, you can see like the all the veins. All the veins. Oh, I like that. Yeah, it's it's really attractive. <laughs> um, Let's see. Let me go over my notes real quick. So whose who's family would you rather be in? How about that? Oh, uh, probably the me and Roland Dying Girls family because Nick Offerman is so cool. His his mom is really annoying in that film, but your dad is so cool that it like levels out. But then the other family is like it's also vanilla. Like yeah. these people, they're just I'm like, Doug Mc, What's the guy's name? I want to call him Doug McDermott, but that's the guy from the Bulls. The Bulls, the basketball player. Um, Dylan, not is Dylan. I'm talking about the the dad. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what the actor's name is. It's like the it's a Saturday Night Live skit. It's like. Dylan McDermott. Dylan McDermott. Sounds familiar. I think that's that's what you just said. Dylan McDermott. We'll look it up. We'll post it on the site for everybody. No. We're going to find this out right (laughs) now. It's it's Dylan McDermott. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And there's another guy whose name's out. Dermot Mulrooney. Excuse me? That's a name? Yeah. So there's an SNL skit that's, is is this Dylan McDermott or Dermot Mulrooney? Oh, that's the skit? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. (laughs) So... This one is Dylan McDermott. He's the father. You, you're sure? It's not the... Yeah, 100%. Uh, 100%. Yeah. Dermot Mulrooney is in New Girl. He's the guy who plays oh. a big drinking game. That's that um, guy. Okay. True American. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I didn't know Dermot that. Mulrooney. Mm. I think he might also be in... To bring it all the way back to Robert Shabatsky, I think he might be in <laughs> How I Met Your Mother as well. Oh, really? Couldn't tell you what character he is. Uh, he might be in that mo- that, like... Romantic comedy they make about this doesn't this is neither here nor there. But no, it's say bringing it full circle. It's full circle. Well, they make a romantic comedy about Ted's life, right? I think he might be in that, or he's yeah. involved. I don't know. Maybe we'll look it up. He's probably in it. Yeah, he's in everything. All right, so that's it for our show today. Um, next, we're gonna be doing holes. Oh next episode. How are, you, are you excited? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> I'll make it on the hundred emoji. Just like a, a bunch of those. A bunch of them. A hundred, a hundred, hundred, thousand. Well, you're writing his biography, so you must be, have all these questions for him. Oh, yeah. We're going to have a big rapid fire next week. Okay. Are you, are you still working on it? Like, how, how far are you? Yeah, I'm about, about three pages in. I thought you were, I thought you said you were six pages last time. Yeah, well, I had to delete. <laughs> you gotta, sometimes you gotta take three steps back to go one step forward. Oh, is that right? Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure what that I must, I, I edit it as I write, so. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. Um, so if I'm, you want to follow along, we'll be doing that as our mm-hmm. next book. As our next book and film. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're also going to be interviewing um, a YA author who will let you know who that is next time. Yeah. Special uh, edition. Special edition. Uh, we're very excited to do, to do that. Um, if you don't already, please follow us on Twitter at lit to lens um, Same thing for Instagram. Find us on WordPress, lit to lenswordpresscom Is that? Mm-hmm. LitToLensPodcast.wordpress.com, I think is what it is. Uh, are we on any other social media? Instagram, Twitter. Instagram, Twitter. Oh, follow SoundCloud. Follow iTunes. Follow us on, uh, subscribe on iTunes. Lit to Lens. Yeah, also, we're on, on iTunes now, baby. We're on iTunes in case you guys... They, they gave us that uh, explicit ranking. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. That's so good. So, and, uh, lit to lenswordpresscom Okay. It's not Lit to Lens Podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then also on SoundCloud, if you are not an Apple user. 
Um, also, we're going to try and get on Stitcher for all you Android users out there so we can... Fuck the Android users. Yeah, that's but seriously, fuck out, man. This is bullshit. You look at the text I sent you. That's why I said it. <laughs> um, and one thing we're going to try to do is reach out to Shia LaBeouf's people and get him on our podcast next yeah. week. Yeah. Well, we're feeling good about it. Yeah. So stay tuned for like the next like minute. We got something special. Yeah, I heard you on. have a little letter for him. I wrote a letter to Shia LaBeouf, and this is... We're going to play it right now. All right? Go See ahead. you guys next next time. Oh, wait, hold on. Before we leave, we need to go over which one we liked better. So, oh, for, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably do that. So you go first. Book, movie. Uh, it's actually a tough one. Tougher than a lot of the other ones we've done. Yeah. I'm going to go... I'll go book. I agree. All right. I'm with book. It Book in a landslide. I was so out on the movie until the last scene where he was having his episode. That scene mm. was really, really good. And that kind of like brought some good grace. But not enough to save it. Not enough to save it. All right. Even though they left me like high and dry, and it was the book was like ambiguous and like what happened at the end. We had to do research. There's it more, makes you work. You yeah, know? there was more good stuff in the book. Yeah, I agree. It was deeper. Yeah, so more depth. So we both say book. Yeah. You guys should read the book, watch the film. Let us know what you think. Um, on our Twitter handle, Instagram handle, whatever. Yeah. Any social media. And as always, see you next time. See you tomorrow. Shout out Shia LaBeouf. Shout out Shia LaBeouf. We'll see you soon, baby. See you soon, baby. I love you. Dear Shia, do you like music? I feel like you must. Do you know Eminem? When I sat down to write this, he's all I could think about. That song, Stan. You know what I'm talking about. About this guy named Stan, who really wants to meet him and goes crazy. Because he feels as though he's being disrespected. He doesn't get to meet him. I don't feel like that, though. No. I mean, I don't love you. I don't know you. I'm sure you're a good dude with some weird shit going on, but also some normal shit, probably. Maybe you like to read books to absorb their knowledge, absorb the words of past human beings with experiences you'll never know. Walk in the shoes of people that you could never be, but that maybe you want to be. Maybe you just like to relax after a tough day shooting Transformers 3 or American Honey coming soon to theater near you. That's dope. Maybe. Books are dope. So are movies. I like both. Do you like books and movies, Shia? Maybe, maybe you do, maybe you don't, I'm not sure, but next month, we're gonna talk about holes. You were in that movie. We'd love to talk to you about it. Or your favorite books. Or your favorite things. I don't know you. I need to stress that. We don't have to talk about anything. We can just talk about you or your life.